0: So now that we've seen what exactly chametz is and which foods may contain chametz let's move on to another topic and that is the topic of kidneys. if you look in the gemara in mishnayis the mishnayis tell us that the only grains that could become chametz and can be used for matzah are wheat barley spelt oats and rye however other grains this is how we in rice or corn doesn't talk about corn but rice or any other grain would not qualify you know, for matzah, and on the other hand, it would not be a problem regarding chametz. So the truth is, once you've verified that there's no chametz in, in an ingredient and in food, then from a biblical standpoint, and from the Gemara standpoint, there'll be no issue of eating this on Pesach. However, the Beis Yosef quotes a ancient minog, not to eat kitnius on Pesach, that there were many that had this practice that they would not eat foods that contained uh, rice or other legumes on Pesach. And various reasons are mentioned. Number one, perhaps the cooked product, the cooked rice, could uh, could look like a cooked grain. And one may confuse the two and assume that grain is fine on Pesach. Additionally, if it's ground into flour, rice flour could be used to bake bread. And it will be similar to wheat flour or barley flour. And therefore, there's a concern that a person might substitute rice flour for wheat flour, or or confuse the two, and one may think that one of them is, is kosher on Pesach. And finally, another reason is that many of these uh, grains were grown on farms that had a crop rotation, and one year they grew wheat, the next year they grew rice. So it will be very it will be common to find pieces of grain inside uh, in a mixture of other grains and kidneys, and therefore there was always this concern. That you should, uh, you should make sure there's no wheat or chametz inside the rice or the like. Now, the Beis Yosef writes that of course there's a minug. However, this is called a minug sh'tos. It's a minug that has no reality to it, and therefore most Sephardim will not c- concern themselves for kidneys. Now, of course, when they, when they're purchasing rice, they have to make sure that there is no chametz in the rice, even though rice intrinsically is only kidneys. It would be a concern of chametz. Perhaps there's oat flour in the rice or some other uh, additive preservative. So a person should make sure that if they're a Sephardi and they're eating kidneys, make sure that there's no chametz in, in that rice. So Lomaissa, most Sephardim have, have a practice where they do eat kidneys, although over the years, many Moroccans and other, uh, other Sephardim adopted this practice of the Ashkenazim, as the Ramah says, we do not eat kidneys. The endless shale is not change that. That's the minog. And for Ashkenazim, we do not eat kidneys. So for Ashkenazim and some Sephardim, they have to look at ingredients and make sure that there is no kidneys in their, in their product. So when we go back to that first shear regarding giving Hashgacha for Pesach, so not only do we have to be concerned for chametz, and that was the previous uh, Tushyurim, figuring out where chametz could come into uh, a food. Not only that, we have to also be concerned for kidneys. And the truth is, many there are many more products that are kidneyous than they are hummus, as we'll explain in the next year, that there are many foods that we assume are kidneyous. However, that being said, that we have this minog, that we do not eat kitneous on Pesach, there are three very important uh, leniencies, three important kulois that Rabbanim should keep in mind, that a consumer should keep in mind when dealing with kitneous. Number one, that although when it comes to chametz, chametz is not batal on Pesach. Let's say a drop of flour fell into a food. On Pesach, it's not batal. And before Pesach, you need shishim. You need 60 times uh, kosher against the one part chametz. When it comes to kidneys, when it comes to rice or uh, corn syrup or the like, as long as you have raiv, this is the accepted psak of the achronim, as long as you have raiv, as long as you have the majority kosher of Pesach against the minority, a less than 50% kidneys and it's not seen, it's not visible, Halach is, it will be bottle. So, for example, let's say a person used canola oil. By mistake, they made kugel for the entire Pesach, and they, by mistake, used canola oil instead of uh, their uh, cotton seed oil or whatever other oil they use for Pesach. So, if a Rav uh, is is, is called, he would probably tell you that since the oil is bottle ber there's more potatoes and onions, hopefully, against the oil, and therefore, and they don't see the oil, so a person would be able to... Eat that Kugel on Pesach, because kidneys is about to beroy, right, That is heter number one. Heter number two, or leniency number two, is that although there's a minog not to eat kidneys, when it comes to people that are ill, a khayla, someone who's who's not feeling well, they are able to eat kidneys. And this has ramifications for the most obvious heter would be someone who has who needs to take medicine. Let's assume the medicine is edible, but that medicine contains a sorbitol or a flavor that might be kidneyous halach is that a chayla is allowed to consume kidneyous. So let's say there's a, someone who's dehydrated and they want to consume a sports drink. Now let's assume the sports drink, for example, Powerade or uh, a different type of sports drink only contains kidneyous. There's no chamez involved. So as long as... Now, first of all, it might be batal right? but even if it wouldn't be batal right? if that person is on the level of a chayla, someone who is ill, someone who is in pain, they would be allowed to to uh, consume that that kitneus. And the third important leniency is that there is no isser of or matzi. there's no issue of owning kidneys on Pesach. So let's say you have a deodorant that might be kitneus or pet food that would be kitneus. So even if it's not 100% kosher on Pesach, as long as you can confirm that it's chametz-free, there's only a kitneus issue. You have ethyl alcohol that came from corn and that's being used for your uh, deodorant, your American deodorant. So then there will be no concern of owning these items on Pesach. Now, once we mention these three basic uh, leniencies, which have broad ramifications, one should keep in mind that there are many uh, questions regarding kidneys, and it will be wise to address these questions to a rav. For example, someone who's on a gluten-free diet all year round, and they are very limited in what they eat and their intake, and when it comes to Pesach, they look at the menu, they can't eat matzah, they can't eat chametz, uh, and there's very, they're, you know, the limit in what they can eat. So perhaps they uh, they might consider being maikel and eating kidneys. So a Rav should be uh, should be asked, is there any leniency for them to to partake in kidneyus? Additionally, let's say you have a young child that heavily relies on kidneys for their uh, calorie intake. And if you take away their rice, or let's say they eat uh, beans or rice, whatever it is that they eat typically, they would be uh they would be in pain. They would not be able to uh, function the same way they function on a regular day. So there will be it will be a good question. Can one feed them kineas? So again, these questions should be addressed to a Rav, but keep in mind that kineas is not the same as chametz. When it comes to chametz, there's an issir for a person to eat chametz. When it comes to kidneys, it is uh it's a minog. Again, it's a strong minog. It's a minog that a person cannot go against. This is uh, an accepted minog. Even if a person marries a Sephardi girl and goes to his in-laws for Pesach, you cannot consume Kineas. Now, if an if a, if a Ashkenazi girl marries a Sephardi fellow, so then she takes on his minogim, that's the uh, Psak of Ramosh Moshe and she could indeed eat uh, whatever he eats. But the other way doesn't work. Uh, why, why can't the person be mocked there? Because it is a minog that has been accepted for many generations. And even though over the years there were some some paiskin that said, you know, we should go away with this minog. First of all, people are starving. There's not much to eat. Additionally, back in the day, the, ha- the matza factories were not exactly on the highest level of kashras. Every every town made their own matza. It wasn't a collective, you know, huge enterprise with uh, seven different hashgachas involved in the matza factory. Every little shtib, every little town uh, made, made their own matzah. So Pais said, instead of having everyone fresh on matzahs all, all, all week, and be over uh, chametz, because those matzahs were suspected of having chametz, let them just eat rice. Rice is fine, it's only kidneys. But even with these, uh, these reasons, historically, Ashkenazim, at the end of the day, they always kept the men to not eat kidneys, and therefore a person should not go against that minnow. With that being said, there are times where leniency would be accepted. For example, we spoke about three different leniencies that are clear in Halacha, Bata barayv, Achayla, and there's no isser of owning it. And the more nuanced questions where you have a young child that really likes rice and that's what they eat. Again, Rice Krispies is not kosher labesa. Rice Krispies contains malt, hummus. But let's say you found a brand that the Hashkacha says is only a problem of kidney and this is the only thing your child eats for breakfast all year round. Your five-year-old would be a good question to ask your of can we be maker, or someone who is on a gluten-free diet, or someone who suffers from dehydration, can they consume products that only contain kidney Relying on the fact that it's only a minog, um, and perhaps there's room for leniency, so those questions should be addressed to A. Rav.